I get stuck in my zipper. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What got stuck? Uh, My finger. It was on my, it was a sweatshirt. So, I mean, it would be really impressive if it was anything else. (laughs) I, I, for some reason, assumed it was your pants zipper. And I was like, why are you unzipping or rezipping that right now? Because Omega Red is here. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) If I've learned anything from Logan these years, it's that... You know, you have to unzip your clothes if Omega Red shows up. <laughs> like ahead of time. Whenever you sniff Omega Red in an alley, you got to just go ahead and unzip everything to be prepared for what's happening. Or if you sniff like Omega Red's tentacles, like instead of fighting them, you stop to sniff them. And that's kind of what happens. Anyway, I'm Maddie. I'm Ryan. And this is The Mutant Ages, a show where we review every adaptation of Logan taking it up the butt. <laughs> By a variety of different characters from from coast to coast, from show to show. From universe to universe. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power growing us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the mutant brotherhood. All of their adventures. X-Men Evolution season four and now Omega Red is here he's on the show suddenly out of nowhere out of nowhere and unexplained uh, he doesn't explain it unexplained he remembers Logan Logan doesn't remember him this episode it I mean I loved it when it came out I loved it too but it's like I loved it, it is not as dark as gritty as X-23's first I mean there's kind of some dark grit in there but it's like so bonkers eh, that it's, it's like it's so funny i'm not sure it's intended to be fun well it kind of yeah. is i i laughed out loud at a lot of this episode which was kind of nice because i feel like it's been a really long time since we laughed at an x-men episode um because x-men evolution has really been bringing the pain like you know mystique died magneto died last week the brotherhood were like living doing con jobs to make money and like getting (laughs) screwed over by Xavier next week. I've already watched next week's episode, so I know it's going to be depressing as fuck. So like, this is like a brief reprieve. Yeah. Next week's episode about Legion where Xavier is awful. He's awful. So like I preview for next week, everyone (laughs) gearing up for that emotionally. So like, it's nice to just have this like, buddy comedy where like Laura is like so annoyed by her weird old dad Logan who like doesn't know what technology is and like oh this is such the version of Laura too that ended up being in the comic books currently as Wolverine I feel like the energy she has in this episode is current Laura as Wolverine in I agree I agree it's also cute how much Logan keeps trying to protect her and it's like dude she has a healing factor like she's also going she to also be has fine. a great plan that Logan keeps fucking up in the background <laughs> I know. 
And then, like, he gets mad at her. And it's like, Logan, you didn't need to be here for any of this. Like, you could have gone home at any point. I don't know. I mean, he feels responsible for her. I know. Because he's like, I'm her dad, kind of, in a weird way. So I guess we get that brings us to previously on the X-Men. So Laura, I mean, we're calling her Laura, but this show doesn't call her that. At Um, the time this this show came out, she didn't have a name. So Katie and I gave her the name Chrissy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But now it's Laura. Really funny that that's the name you went with. But anyway, um, I, I didn't. I didn't choose it. Katie did. But okay, I, fair enough. I let her enough. choose because I'm not good at naming babies. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also X23 was a baby for this and got named as a baby. Um, so X23 is sort of billed as the female clone of Wolverine, but that's a bit of an oversimplification. It's more just that in this show, at least Hydra scientists are the ones who are trying to clone Logan, clone Weapon X, and um, they don't don't have a full piece of his chromosome yeah so they have to combine it with um dr reisman's dna i mean they sort of oversimplify that in the show but in the comics they get into a lot more of like the dna and how that all works and why she's a right. female and you said it clone. in this it's also as you stated it's hydra which they changed for the comic books it's the That's same right. creators they went and created laura in the comic books and gave her a different background i kind of wish they stuck with the hydra route i don't know because i feel like this episode starts to strain at why it would be hydra and like doesn't really explain it that's fair that's <laughs> you know fair. what i mean like even at the end of the episode it's like Laura herself is like, Weapon X and S.H.I.E.L.D. is never going to let me go. And also, Hydra is never going to let me go. And it's like, wait, why are all of those people looking I don't know. for you? Why can't it just be Weapon X again? Like, that would have been fine. Oh, no, I know. I agree. And if it was actually Viper, which it is in this episode, yes. if they had let it just be Viper in the comic books, I would have bought that she would have been so obsessed with Wolverine that yep. she wanted to, like obtain his scene his semen and like create a <laughs> clone baby of him like that yep, i don't know yep. it seems like something she would do it does it does and it, i feel like that would have made a little bit more sense although i kind of liked the weird tension of the doctor in the previous episode where she loved laura and also was like uh, evil at the same time i don't know i thought it was interesting whereas viper is much more cartoonishly sexy and evil and- i agree and I, i'm also like where did she come from by the I way know. like she, the i really I felt like it was a weird addition to Laura's background story on this TV show because we already had everything with Dr. Reisman. I know, and they don't need another character, you know? Like, it was, it's it's very silly. And, like, to just suddenly have... Oh, okay. First of all, Omega Red is not a Hydra character. These are all characters that have also fucked Wolverine. That's true. That's the only connection here. But I was like, Omega Red should not want to work with Hydra because the Russians, the Soviets fought against Nazi Germany, which is why Omega Red doesn't work with Hydra in the comics. So like, in this show, they've just kind of pushed all that to the side. I just kind of been like, I, you know, whatever. I remember people saying that at the time it came out. They're yeah. like, wait a second. What? This doesn't make any sense. It's literally just like the dark alliance of Logan's exes. You know what I, I mean? Like, like that's that's I, the through I, line. It's like, doesn't have anything to do oh with my political. God, it's Scott Pilgrim versus the world all over again. Again. It is though. So it's like Viper and Omega Red are working together for I no reason. I feel like reason. they just looked at the characters and they were like, "These characters have Russian accents." Well, but yeah, because Viper is Hungarian, so she at least has an Eastern European accent. Colossus is also here in the background moving boxes. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's not there. Stop confusing things. Colossus, that would be really funny if Colossus was here, but oh he's not my God. here. Okay, also Nick Fury is here, so it really is Logan's exes. It is. Because Nick Fury is also looking for X-23 at the same time. So it's like literally everyone is here. And Logan's like, Okay, every single time one of them shows up, Logan goes, sorry, I don't remember you. And I'm like, is this that thing again, Logan, where you like lose memories when one of your exes shows up and they're mad because you did something (laughs) shitty? Yeah, it's also, okay, also Gauntlet is here, which, why is Gauntlet in this episode? He is such a Okay, I was thinking about doing a spotlight character on him before I chose Viper, but... I think Viper makes more sense because we just did the live-action The Wolverine movie, and she was the antagonist in that. So I feel like doing Viper is already a good pick, you know? I agree. And also, like, there's multiple Vipers, I think, in the comic... I mean, not Vipers. uh, Multiple gauntlets in the comic books because I was trying to find the one that's portrayed in this episode, and he is a character that has been in the comic books as the way he's seen here, but like, it was like a different gauntlet. I was like, this is too confusing. I don't (laughs) really care. Is he associated with Hydra at all or no? Gauntlet is not a Hydra character. So then what is up with all these characters that aren't Hydra characters, but on X-Men Evolution, they are. I just, I don't understand this. Like why, why have it be Hydra? Why not just have it be another thing? Like, I mean, he doesn't really, I don't know. I really even know. I mean, I know he fought X-Factor and he, also, like, during, like, the Inhumans thing, I don't really understand what his deal is. I think it has something to do with Strife and the Dark Riders. Mm-hmm. Well, that was what I was thinking of, was that he has all this cyborg technology. He kind of looks like an alien version of Cable. Like, he has, like, sort yeah. of grayish skin. But other than that, he's got a bunch of, like, Cable-esque stuff. Like, he has a little iPhone. He's also, like, a character who, like hasn't been around for a lot of issues like i know okay so he was in x factor i'm looking it up right now he was in x factor number 65 in 1991 and then died in uncanny x-men number five in 2016 but it's not like he did a lot between those 20 years i mean i feel like in this episode it's as though they need a completely self-contained plot because they want to continue x-23 but they need all of the villains to not be like magneto or apocalypse so, like because they don't want it to be related to that main storyline so instead, it's like three randoms who happen to be Gauntlet, Omega, Red, and Viper. You know, the famous trio of characters that okay. we all know. It is. And also, Gauntlet is in this walking around being like, hey, guys, <laughs> I just invented Grinder." So... <laughs> Okay, it's so funny. <laughs> like, there's things in this episode that I'm like, this is really funny, but I don't, I don't know if it's supposed to be. I don't like, think it's Gauntlet supposed to be. keeps taking out his iPhone and being like, I just looked this up on Google Maps, and like, he's just like in the background while Omega Red is like screaming at Logan. Omega Red is just screaming in the background, and Logan's not even there. He's just yeah. screaming. All right, so let's open this episode, which is sure. also really funny because this this scene is. I feel like this whole episode is like super gay, including yep. this cold open on um, Bobby Berserker and Multiman Man sitting yep. at a cafe, staring and, like, at Logan. Logan's like reading a newspaper. It, Logan puts down the newspaper and sees these boys just ogling, staring him. at him, yeah, like ogling, and they're like, "Hey, Logan, what's <laughs> they up?" They all are hot for teacher, and Logan is just like. 
don't you three have something better to do? Yeah, Logan's like, this is literally <laughs> illegal. I cannot do this. So please go away. He's like, please go to class with Scott and Jean, who are teachers now. Okay, I love that Jean and Scott graduated school and they were like... They are immediately teachers. They didn't go to college. They aren't going to college. Yeah, they just skipped going to college after they said they were going to go to college. And now they're like, actually, we're just going to teach at the Xavier Institute. And they're like super annoying about it, too. I guess they're taking a year off. I mean, maybe they feel like with Apocalypse destroying the world, they don't need to go to college anymore. I truly don't know. Can I honestly... Here's my take on it. I think they applied to schools and they were rejected because they're public mutants. That's my take. Oh, that is interesting. Although I don't know that Scott applied because the last time the characters were talking about college, Scott was like, I haven't really decided. And it's like, Scott, it's a little late to still be deciding that. Like, you're a senior. You can go go to college anytime you want. Well, of course. But I just mean, if you're going to immediately go after high school, you need to have already applied by the time you're a senior. Or else you just are waiting a year, which is also fine. I mean, who knows? Maybe this was all going to play into the Dark Phoenix somehow. I have no idea. It'd be really funny if Jean did go to college and she was just having like psychotic breaks and like her and then the dark phoenix possesses her at college and then xavier them show up i mean that would have been fine she could have just continued living at the mansion while going to college like why not i don't know i mean i guess they technically were already doing that for high school so they're already experienced in that Mm -hmm. anyway gene and scott are teaching classes now and berserker is like they've totally nerded out since they became instructors and bobby like rattles off this absurd title of a class that scott is teaching that's called the application of physics within the strategic application of mutant powers or i probably okay, wrote that down wrong, application right? twice i don't know that's why i probably wrote it down right but it's like a stupid title <laughs> and jamie just goes i don't even know what physics is which is really <laughs> cute because he's like eight also he's like multiple man and he's like is somebody who probably should know about physics considering how he multiplies everywhere that's scott's thinking is that in theory all of them should know about physics okay but it's scott and he manages to explain this to them in the most boring way possible i know i know okay so like anyway he's like no go back to class and logan goes to his motorcycle yeah and then he sniffs the and air he's like it's hookup time <laughs> and we get like a shot of somebody looking at him like through a sniper rifle which presumably is gauntlet i guess i don't uh, know maybe yeah you're probably right actually because gauntlet does have that cyborg eye that he keeps using to like zoom in on logan later on yeah but like we didn't really see it so we just have to make that assumption and then logan's like he gets down on all fours like a dog and starts crawling around and sniffing the ground which was like really funny it is I funny like, Logan- it's also like he's ditching these high school kids who could help him with that whatever this attack is so then it just seems like he's prowling for a hookup with Sabretooth or whomever okay that's like so weird on so many levels anyway so then <laughs> out of nowhere omega red introduces himself in the series by busting through a wall nemesis style yep. and bricks flies <laughs> everywhere and like because of course he does he can't just fucking walk through a door it's omega no, red bricks fly everywhere and also his tentacles immediately encase around wolverine and, and then he's just screaming and he goes into bondage and one goes into his butt and logan just is like oh and it's like <laughs> and i'm like okay <laughs> Yeah, so the intro plays. And uh, we don't get to see what happens to Logan right away. We can because if we come back. We've seen Omega Red with Logan enough times throughout the course of these oh, shows to know well, what's happening. Well, we know happening. that something is happening here where Omega Red remembers who Logan is and Logan doesn't. And it's all very fan fiction And they fuck anyway. Yep. And so then Jean and Scott are walking down a hallway. Jean has a new outfit. She's wearing skinny jeans now and she's wearing like wedge high heels. So it's like yep. she's hot. She's older. She's a college student she's now. She's 
going on 19. Yeah. Um, and so Scott is basically like, I feel like these kids would rather be outside than inside studying. And Jean's like, I like the idea of teaching the new mutants the science behind their powers. You're going to be fine. Trust me. And then as they're opening the doors to the classroom, all the kids are like screaming and berserkers shooting electricity at every single person. Everybody is like blowing shit up. I don't Literally even know. This like shit class up. is insane. Also, yeah. I really loved that they... I don't... Where... Where, I thought they rebuilt the mansion. So now they're back yes. in the sub basin again. And they walk over to a sliding door that has a piece of paper taped to it <laughs> with like written in crayon. It says classroom on the piece what, of paper. You couldn't afford, you can afford all this other shit, but you couldn't afford a fucking sign. Like what in the fuck? Yeah. Talk about like Xavier's budgeting. It's like billions and billions of dollars on guns. Right, and then but, it's like $2 on a piece of paper that says classroom. And like, he's like, I'm struggling with my budget. How do I, how do I make this balance? I was balance? expecting there to be like a joke here where they open the door and they wouldn't be there. Cause they like, put a fake classroom there but it's they're all in there oh and yeah they're, they're not treating it like a classroom to be fair but yeah i you know what's really funny i don't even remember how this happened but there's all these explosions and scott just like falls down i think he gets hit by like somebody running out of the room I, i'm sure he does but there's like so many things and then gene goes to check on scott who's like lying on the ground and scott's like trust me she says and is like catty about it and it's like okay whatever scott uh, okay anyway so then we cut back to logan who's still in bondage like he's he's in- chained up up in Omega Red Sex Dungeon, like yeah, chains I don't know what's going around on. his ankles and wrists. And so look, it's like, oh, the fuck is this? I didn't sign up for this. I would if I had known, but I didn't know. <laughs> and then, yeah. so anyway, then he like cuts the chains with his claws, and he's yeah. like, I don't know where I am. So clearly, the only thing I could do is rip apart this wall and see what happens. And so there's also oh like a door. God. There's a door. There's by a the door. Way. He doesn't open the door. He rips open the wall, and it turns out he's on a plane that is in the air. And then he goes, "Whoa!" And he falls out the plane. Okay, no, wait, no, wait. Here's what happens. He before he falls out of the plane, he manages to not fall out despite ripping a massive hole in the wall of a plane. But then two guys walk in the door with guns and they start shooting at him. And Logan tries to dodge it and falls out of the plane as he's trying to dodge, which is like, Logan. Okay, but that wouldn't happen if he didn't cut a hole through the wall. Logan is like, I love him. I love him. But like, we have to accept that he's also really really dumb. dumb. Like, like, this is like a comedy scene, too, where he's falling out of the plane because he's screaming for 10 full minutes. It is that scene from Hot Rod again where. It is. It where is. fucking Hot Rod falls and rolls down the hill for like 35 minutes. Yeah, like Logan hits like a thousand branches on the way down and then he falls down a hill that's covered in snow for like a really long time. Like he falls down like a mountain. Okay, but then, like, then he like hits the end but then rolls over that cliff and then it goes on for like another minute of rolling down the hill. <laughs> And then eventually he splashes into a river. Um, But then the plane, like, you know, swerves back around and a couple of guys rappel down from the plane. And those two guys are Omega Red and Gauntlet. And this is funny because I just wrote Alien Cable because I didn't know it was Gauntlet. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. It's Um, Alien Cable. Yeah. So Alien Cable takes out his iPhone and he boots up Google Maps. He's like, "Okay, Logan's this way. And it's like, I don't know how they know where he is but somehow they got a tracking device onto logan so they just are using gps to find him 
So Logan crawls out of the river and he's like, maybe I should have stayed home and taught that class instead of just exploring an alley for a hookup. It's like, <laughs> yeah, Logan, maybe you should have. Um, so then Gauntlet starts shooting laser beams at him because Gauntlet can find him through GPS. And Logan like leaps away and crawls into a fallen log. And he's like taking a really long time to heal, which at first I thought that was like there was something wrong with him, but it okay, turns same. out that the answer is just that he fell out of a plane and he like needs a lot of time to yield because he broke literally every bone in his entire body. It's and like, he's like just taking a while to heal and that's it. That's all it is. It's just, he needs time. Oh yeah. So then while he's lying in this log, like shivering and like trying to heal, a tentacle sneaks its way in up to his butthole and then grabs him. <laughs> He's hiding in a hole and a tentacle comes for his hole. That's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Omega Red yoinks him out and he's like, I've been waiting for this for a long time, Weapon X. And Logan's like, do we know each other? Have we fucked before? Oh my God. <laughs> Omega Red is like, how dare you play games with me, bitch? This time I ghost you. This time I leave you to suffer. And it's like, wow, okay. Somebody had a bad time with Logan last time they saw each other. I really wished it was actually canon that Logan and Omega Red were we're dating, dating or, I, feel or like they were I feel like because in every iteration of them that we see it feels like they're exes you know also i wrote down for my note that omega red said i've been waiting a long time for this weapon x pulls out dick and logan goes i have no memories oh no like, <laughs> yeah it is funny also that gauntlet is in the background being like uh we actually do have a job we need to right, do Gauntlet's <laughs> like he's like omega red you can't fuck him because that's not the mission and yeah. luckily laura is yes. here x23 screaming like tackling everyone which luckily she is like she not kicks the falling shit out, out of, of the plane. these guys so she she is super strong and she kicks everybody in the face 60 times and then logan is like screaming in pain in the background and she sort of looks at him and looks concerned for one second and then she just screams get up at <laughs> logan which is like really funny and like drags it was really him away good. and then got like stands up and he's like I don't know who he's talking to. He calls he calls Hydra on his cell phone. Is that what he's doing? He's yeah. like he's just like Target X23 has arrived. And it yeah. was like uh And so I think that's our hint that that's who they're really looking for as opposed to yeah, Logan. They would, they they went and captured Logan because they knew that Laura would jump out of a tree if he was there. I yeah, guess. I mean, they I basically mean, like, just used him as bait. I mean, how could they have known he was going to leap out of the plane? I guess, I guess, of course, they knew that because it's Logan. So yeah. they were like, he'll probably jump out of the plane. So, like, okay, so we'll the difference him. between Logan and Laura seems to be that Laura knows what hiding is because they can't find her. But Logan yep. can't do that. He likes to no. fall out of planes and crash the walls and shit. Also, if he smells something weird, he will follow it, which is like, yeah. dude, why? You could have just not. Oh, I know. I know. There's a couple times in this episode where Laura and Logan are just sniffing in the air together, and she's like, this way. Uh, And so, anyway, and they walk into the woods somewhere, and Laura's like, Why are you here? And Logan's like, Nice to see you too, kid. Trust me. (laughs) 
I'm just as surprised to see you. Now, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Alora's like, you have to get out of here. Logan's like, I have to get out of here. But what about you? And he's like limping, by the way. He's still like struggling. Okay, Lawrence leaves. There's like a whole montage of Laura leaping around the florist while Logan's moaning and tripping over shit in the background. It's like really funny. It is. And she's like, you should have healed by now. And he's like, give me a break, kid. I started the morning by falling out of an airplane. And it's like, Logan, you didn't even need to be in the plane. (laughs) But that is a fun line. I have to like admit that he said that. He's like, I started my morning by falling out of an airplane. Which honestly really is kind of like how most days go for Logan. Like some batshit insanity happens. Like he's like, I got hit by a truck and then it rolled over me and I fell into a sewer and got sucked into space and back again. But also, how are your eggs? Like that's the kind of shit that Logan would be like. (laughs) Yeah, that's him talking to the diner waitress. So Laura's like, you're slowing me down, which is also funny. Logan's like, I ain't as young as I used to be. Not that I remember that. (laughs) Thanks for your concern. You going to tell me what's going on now? And she just runs away and he's like, guess not, which is pretty funny. And then we just see a shot of Gauntlet's iPhone again because he's like still tracking Logan. And then Logan and Laura are still running through the woods together. And Logan is describing the last time they saw each other. Which was that last episode we described. Right. Yes. And the way that episode ended was Logan covered for her when S.H.I.E.L.D. showed up looking for her and she ran off into the woods as opposed yep. to staying at the Institute waiting for him. And so Logan is like, I looked everywhere for you that night. Why'd you leave the Institute? I could have protected you. That first, okay, but he never said in that episode for her to do that. He said, I know. He actually says his line from that episode is, get out of here. That's yeah. what he said to her. I know. So I feel like she did the right thing. And then, then Logan's like, I don't understand why you left. It's like, well, Logan, she literally did the thing that you told her to do. So I don't really know what you were expecting. I mean, I think he just thought that she wasn't going to go that far and that he'd be able to track her because he just assumed because he's such a master tracker. But he forgot that she's like the cooler, younger, better version of him on every level. So he like, yeah, could like never find her ninja. again. Logan's just like <laughs> caveman. Anyway, uh, so (laughs) Laura's like, protect me. I left to protect you. If I hadn't left, they would have taken you and all your friends. And Logan's like, what? Who? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I don't have any friends. (laughs) And X-23 is like, Hydra, did you think they'd just let me go? Hydra will never let me go. Hydra or S.H.I.E.L.D. because they want me to, to use me. That's like a fucked up line. But anyway, I know. I think that's part of why they changed it in her backstory to just be S.H.I.E.L.D. and Weapon X that's looking for her. And it gets interrupted by like the sound of seagulls in the background. And they're like, <laughs> what was that? But then they also hear Omega Red, Omega Red in Gauntlet in addition to the seagulls. I was like, uh, and Logan's like, I don't understand how they found us. And Laura's like, show me your shoe. And he like lifts it up. She pulls a tracker off his boot. And she's like, there's a tracker on your boot, dumbass. And it's like, <laughs> I also wrote dumbass. She doesn't say that, but that's really the energy of what she really says, though. But she's like, she's like, I don't understand how you're so bad at doing this. Like, like you, he like didn't realize there was like a fucking beeping, glowing tracker on his body, like, and he's like, bing, how bing, do they keep bing. finding me? And she's like, have you looked at the like huge mechanical object attached to your shoe? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what that is. He's like, I did. It never seem weird that there was something issue. He's like, I don't know. I thought it was a rock, and then like. <laughs> Anyway, there's like this whole conversation where they like argue about who's going to leave who. And that goes on for a long time. And Laura's like, they set you up 
because they set us both up by drawing yeah. you out here because they knew that if you were out here rolling around like the dumbass that you are, that I would come and save your ass. Yeah, and she's like, I'm the one they actually want, not you, which Logan yeah. finds impossible to believe. Yeah. And then there's a quick cut over to Gauntlet who's like, fuck, they found the tracking device. We have to do this the hard way. And Omega Red is just screaming, this is not a game for me, Gauntlet. Gauntlet <laughs> is just like, well, it's fun for me, which I thought was like honestly a funny line that Gauntlet is like, I'm having fun. Also, like, what is this for you, Omega Red? Like, he's just screaming in the background, waving his tentacles around like an inflatable tube man and being like, and Gauntlet is just like finding new apps to download and being like, this is fun. <laughs> he's like, what should we try Grinder today? Uh, what about? Because we know Logan's going to be okay, on Grinder. Cupid. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so then it comes back to Gene and Scott, the straighties, trying to teach a class and the new mutants are just throwing shit around. Yeah, and Gene is like trying to talk about physics in the background and literally no one is listening to her Okay, at all. but like, I don't understand what was up with Cyclops heading back by a piece of paper. She just fries it. She goes, oops, <laughs> can I have another one? <laughs> Okay, but that was really funny, though. Like, she immediately, like, lights it on fire, and she's like, oopsie, can I have more? And it's like, everyone is trolling Scott and Jean, and they're, like, going with it for some reason. Okay, but clearly at this point, Magma has been dating Boom Boom long enough to be taking on some of her personality traits, because that's the shit that's up here. And Jean's just like, you have to take it seriously. We are instructors (laughs) now. At least Bobby's paying attention because there's like Iceman sitting there. I don't know why she didn't find it suspicious that Bobby is just like in his ice form sitting silently frozen and smiling. Like smiling placidly at nothing and it's like clearly Bobby made an ice statue of himself and he's not in class. Yeah he's at the mall with me and then Gene like touches him and he falls to the ground and shatters and she screams like oh my god he died. She's like oh my god I destroyed Bobby by Ah. accident and then everyone starts laughing at her and she's like oh well where's Bobby and then Berserker jumps up and he's like oh I'll find him and then literally every other kid also jumps up and is like me too and they all leave and Gene and Scott like don't even try to stop them they're just like okay I guess whatever like nobody could control these children and I was like where's Storm and Hank and then I remember they're busy touching pyramids so like they can't be here I know. And also, Xavier's not going to take care of any of these kids because he just doesn't give a shit, which that's what the next episode is. I don't know what the fuck he is. I mean, like, he doesn't know that. He didn't even know the kids were skipping school to go fuck Logan. Like, that was like a whole (laughs) thing. Then there's like a montage of Logan, Laura, Omega Red and Gauntlet all smelling and trying to track each other. And I was like. This oh, is and really Omega funny. Red finds an actual Wolverine during this scene, oh, which is right. an intentional comedy beat. Like, there's no other way to interpret well, that know. other than that. And Omega's like, what is this? Then it cuts to Gauntlet, and it's like suddenly the opening of an anime. Like, I know. It's like so <laughs> dramatic. And he's like standing on a cliffside, and like his cape is blowing around dramatically. <laughs> Looking into like the sunset over a cliffside for a really long time, and then I'm just expecting it's like, like... this is a character we don't know, and we're never going to see again. The Atlas Star theme song starts playing in the background and like some Japanese text comes up oh my god I really (laughs) was not what's happening I should take this oh my god that'd be really fun as if I somehow took like some anime theme song yeah make an anime opening for X-Men Evolution oh my god anyway so then meanwhile Logan is up in the tree like a cat and then he jumps down and him and Laura run away and that's when Logan's like they're pushing us somewhere this is a trap Laura's like and how do you know that? And Logan's like, it's called experience, kid. And Laura's <laughs> like, you're wrong. And stop calling me that. 
which I, I mean, I know it's, she doesn't feel like it. She's a kid, but she is like 14. She's a kid, but she doesn't, she lost her childhood, you know? Like she, she was basically forced to become an adult and live for herself because, I mean, we, we know this, but it's just tragic. It's her tragedy. So Logan is actually right for once in his life, by the way, about this, but he's basically like, you have to trust me. Let me help you. And Laura's like, no one can help me. The only way I'll be free. The only way Hydra and Shield will stop hunting me is if I'm no longer alive. That's and dark. Okay. Like, it is. She's like, unless I'm dead, like yeah. that's the only way out of this. And I was like, wow. Logan has a good answer here. Yeah. He's like, you and I have been through the same kinds of things. And even though they took my memories away, I'm proof you can get beyond this. Okay. Can I just point out, by the way, that he actually <laughs> did say my memories and wasn't us entering that. He actually said my memories this time. He and actually I actually like, did. could not believe that happened. <laughs> I know. I know. And also Laura says it next because she says, I wish... <laughs> I wish they'd take my memories away, which is a sad line because in the next scene, it seems like they're going to. And it's like, be careful what you wish for, kid. Not really, though, because I think it was part of her plan to get captured. So, well, yes, but there is at least a moment where you think that they're going to take away her memories. So Logan and Laura run into a ravine and Logan's like, does this look like a trap to anyone else besides me? I'm like, Logan, stop being catty. And Laura's like... (laughs) I'm sorry. And then I don't even know what the fuck happens. Gollum is just there. He starts Gollum's shooting at them. Gollum's there with like 600 shock troopers that oh, were I don't know waiting where they here? came out. They like all popped out of the crevices of the ground and there were suddenly like 3,000 fucking Hydra uh, soldiers pointing guns at them. Yeah, and, and they're all this weird laser gun that like actually hurts Laura and Logan okay, somehow. No, they pull out it's Gauntlet. He pulls out the fucking well, thing yeah. we used in the Geno episode that we put <laughs> on the YouTube channel for the Mutant Ages where like fucking US Kit uses this weird sound wave disruptor that yep. blows the Mothman away. And that's yes. what happens to Logan to and Laura. Logan and Laura. Yeah, they're like, ah, just like Mothman at the end of Gino. But then this other insane scene happens in which Hydra shows up in the literally a flying saucer. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Fly. It's it docks into the set of independent state. And I'm thinking, why can't Shield find these guys when they're fucking <laughs> flying UFOs flying around? around? In New York, like they're in upstate New York flying UFOs. Okay, like yeah. this is less discreet than the Blackbird going by. It kind of looks like um, the creatures from the, what is that film? Oh my God, I'm blocking on it. It's an old movie that they remade. It's sci-fi film and they're like the aliens come and invade and they're like big, they're all black and they have balls for heads and then like these long legs walking around. And then in the, the remake, Tom Cruise was in it. I'm blanking on the name right now. It's like a super famous sci-fi movie. Oh, War of the Worlds. Thank Thank you oh my god i was like i'm like i know what this is like i'm not an idiot <laughs> like i'm just blanking on the name because i got three hours of sleep last night it's okay <laughs> i mean they, it definitely is a flying saucer that's not aerodynamic and then it like lands on this huge fucking thing that looks like the surface of the death star basically and it like clicks but into... it grows those legs from war of the world yeah and it, it like the spaceship has these legs and then the legs like click into this huge landing pad i that, think like, it's because how... it's supposed to be a hydra and they're like there's but multiple how is heads Shield not found this base like it's a huge base it's like really fucking insane this was around where i started writing down why is omega red working with the nazis like he's a communist i don't know and then he and then it goes over to logan who's in bondage with omega red like touching his cock i want to point out that logan is now in his x-men uniform but in the previous scene he was wearing like his motorcycle gear which means omega red knocked him out and took off logan's clothes to put him in this outfit I believe that. I believe that that is what Omega I was Red like, did. What is happening? And then fucking Viper walks in 
Yeah, and it's in like, a dramatic elevator that like slowly lowers and then the doors beep. open and she's like, hello, I just finished reapplying my green lipstick and I'm here now. And but then she, like, they what? don't even say what her fucking name is. She's just like, it's like, we're just supposed to know. And it was like, well, thank God we do know. But they I call don't know her Madam happening. Hydra later on. So that's yeah, the most we I get. Mean, I mean, Viper has been in and out of being Madam Hydra for several years. So we, as far books. as we're supposed to know for the purposes of this episode, that's all they ever call her they don't call her viper no, right. they just and, call her madam hydra and viper's later, like once. viper's just like we own laura so she's back with us now because we own that property and yeah. she's destroying all of our shit <laughs> and logan's like that fucking rules i'm glad she's destroying all of your stupid bases and he's like good girl i'm glad that you couldn't do anything about that and viper's like Oh, we've set traps for her, but she's always managed to evade us until now. And then we see like a shot of Laura lying on like a hospital gurney being wheeled into another room. And she's got one of those little metal discs on her head that were like the same discs that she used to incapacitate all the X-Men yeah. before. It's like this weird Hydra technology that okay, knocks so here's, people so here's out. the thing with that. So the doctor it's is... It's actually important that it's on her head. Yeah. Well, it is because the doctor is in the background is screaming that... He's screaming at somebody on the phone about how the disc on her forehead could interfere with the mind wave, which yep. made me realize that they didn't put the disc on her head, that Laura put it on herself so she could get in there and get out. So it's Ooh. like, it's a dud. It's not real. That's she, fun. she wakes up like two You're seconds right. later. You're right. I, I mean, Laura's like really fucking smart in a way that Logan isn't. Isn't? Like, like <laughs> I think Logan's smart in terms of like fighting but like well, Laura's but Laura like has Laura strategy. has the doctor's <laughs> DNA as well like she has a doctor's brain and then yeah. also Logan's fighting skills and superpowers so it's I like, mean, like honestly, she really next, has the best of both worlds the you next know? scene is literally Viper like being like all right I'm gonna leave and then Omega Red's like well what about Wolverine can I fuck him and Viper's like yeah sure yeah, whatever sure. Like, <laughs> it's like what <laughs> It's so funny. And like she's like, yeah, like, you can fuck him. That was our agreement. <laughs> okay, and then Logan Red's like, you deserve this, Logan. And Logan's like, look, Casper, I don't know what you're talking about. I fucked dudes before in the alleys, and I don't ask for the names. Who the devil are you? Um, Logan's <laughs> like, I will fuck you this time. I will fuck all of you. And Logan's like, quit talking and just fuck me already. And then Omega Red like throws Logan into a control panel, which immediately frees him. And I'm like, Omega Red, are you really this dumb? Like, what well, are you? Like doing. he thought that Logan wanted to have sex, so he's like, "Okay, great, I'll let you out of the chair." And then Logan just immediately knocks him over, and Omega Red just doesn't get up. You know, I was like, I was like, this is the most anticlimactic fight ever. After all that shit, where like they it's scream so at each other, Omega Red like knocks him over the chair. Logan gets up and kicks him in the knee once, and- kicks him one time in the knee, and Omega Red just immediately is like, "Oh, I was fine." And Logan is like, I don't really want to do this. Like, Omega Red's like bending over, and Logan's like, like, I'm just gonna go. I'm so hurt. I just, I hope nobody puts it in my butt. And Logan's (laughs) like, I don't really want to have sex with you right now. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Laura wakes up, which is why my theory checks out where she put the because he's like, they weren't supposed to use this. Why is it on her? And I think Laura, because she was throwing them around the last time we saw her, put it down on her own forehead so she could like wake up. I think you're right because the doctor actually calls somebody and he's like wait you didn't and then 
that's the only thing that line could mean right. is him saying you didn't and then she wakes up i mean like the only <laughs> i kind of love that like this this episode moves fast this episode is like batshit crazy and laura's just like using it to her advantage to actually gain her means here and i was like i don't know laura's doing a good job while everyone she else is. is being an idiot it's like so badass she's like taking down this entire shitty base which like is wildly disorganized like, I, I love that like tydra is just being taken down by like this 14 year old girl yeah like, i know it's incredible and so then a siren is going the off mutant and, alarm yeah mutant alarm's going off and logan is running down the hallway and he sees a bunch of destroyed cameras because laura has been ahead of him destroying everything and then he sees a couple of guards getting thrown out of a doorway and then laura follows them because she beat them up and logan just grabs her and he's like let's get out of here and she's like why this is the exact place i've been trying to break into the supreme hydra is here she did this to me like which Lord is like, basically is like i <laughs> planned all this dude yeah. like what yeah and logan is like wait you wanted this and laura's like yeah you're the one who's not supposed to be here i told you to leave like 60 times I like what down, are you honestly doing good here? plan laura good plan. it is it is then omega red shows up and shoots more tentacles at logan because he realized that like logan wasn't going to continue fighting him while he laid <laughs> on the ground so he got back okay, up but omega red, like immediately walks in and he like shoots his tentacles at laura and logan misses them both and gets his tentacles stuck in a wall like he misses them by like 10 feet and laura's yeah. just like uh bye bitch and she leaves and i was like throws a bunch of time bombs everywhere by the way <laughs> uh viper wants to know what's going on in the background because she's like what's going on and yeah. the, the guards are like a guard uh, is like hey madam hydra this is the only time they call her that and they're like you should return to the command ship which she does so then we see logan fighting omega red and then um destroys him by smashing his tentacles into a door like ryan said and logan starts running down a hallway i think it was a control panel because it electrocuted omega red he grabbed the tentacle and like put it in a panel and then he was like oh yeah i mean it's not really clear what the fuck is happening in this episode at this I point know. who cares and then, and then there's like a separate alarm that goes off where it goes warning explosives device detected and i was like what is this the fifth element in the future where <laughs> yeah like how can they detect that yeah the detectors that's like in the fucking uh space resort and they're like there is an explosive on this ship please exit calmly and everyone just screams and leaves that's kind of <laughs> like what's going on here away. so logan runs out outside the base and sees a ship taking off which is the ship it's that madam hydra's it's on the fucking it's UFO. the fucking ufo again and then he sees laura on the outside of the ship crawling up the side of it so he leaps onto it as it's taking off and laura sees him and is like can you fucking stop dude and logan is like no it doesn't have to be this way and Laura's like, yes, it does. It just kicks him off the ship. <laughs> I was like, Laura's just like, what the fuck is with this guy? Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he's trying to prevent her from murdering people. I'm not sure, but it doesn't matter. She's going mean, to do it anyway. I mean, she's doing her her own thing here. So she kicks him back on the ground. Then Laura bursts in on the UFO because Viper's like, ha, I got away. And Laura's like, guess again, <laughs> bitch. And then she's yeah. like holding like a bunch of shit and she's like you did this to me you made me a monster a weapon and like some yeah. goth evanescence music plays in the background and then viper is like shit uh shit uh i'll just <laughs> give you whatever you want just don't kill me and laura's like you can't give me anything i want <laughs> i was like who decided this was viper's personality because this is absolutely not how viper would handle the situation at all viper would be i like, know she would fight her viper would be like oh you actually fell in my trap <laughs> now i'm gonna kick you in the vagina like that's what she would do <laughs> and then gauntlet walks in behind them and he's like i still have my iphone if that's useful at all and laura's like it's really not and then just throws a bunch of bombs at them and like leaves <laughs> and like it's amazing and, laura, and then we see the ufo just blow up 
That's yep. it. Next shot is Shield is here, and they're just arresting all of Hydra. And I was like, yeah. wow. Wow. I mean, like, the reason this worked out is because this 14 year old girl led all of you here. And Nick Fury stops over. He's like, Where's the girl, Logan? And Logan's like, She's dead. And it's like, Logan, I think you might be wrong. Like, you might not be correct about that. I think he knew she was alive and she was trying to throw Nick off the. Oh, yeah, you could be right. I thought he I thought he believed that and then later he turned around and sniffed the air and sniffed Laura and was like, Oh, she's not dead. Like No, I, I think tell. he was like <laughs> I think he wanted to be sure. So Logan stops when he's getting on the copter with Nick Fury because they're totally gonna fuck. Like oh, he's like yeah. Fury just walks over and is like, Sup Logan. Logan's like, I don't know, can you give me a lift? He's like, Yeah, I can. And like to get onto the <laughs> Nick Fury's unbuckling his belt as they're getting up on this ramp into the plane, because this is Ryan <laughs> fan fiction now. And then Logan stops to sniff the air dramatically and he's smiles and there's a shot of Laura jumping off a bunch of mountain cliff sides and running away and then mm-hmm. it cuts to Logan getting pounded in the ass by Nick Fury <laughs> but the episode isn't over yet we have to go no. back to Scott and Jean's incompetent class um, where they're like maybe we should try to do a good Wait, job this hold time. on this is like this is crazy because they're all sitting there and Jean and Scott are like listen we have some uh, things to teach you and they teach them through this absurd lesson that makes no fucking sense in which Jean <laughs> lifts everybody up at the air she's like now you can't move because I've got you all telekinetically in the air and Scott's like because we have practice and he puts an apple on like a desk and he shoots a laser beam at Bobby who thankfully dodges out of the way because I guess Scott assumed that would happen and then the laser beam bounces around the room like, like a fucking ricochets pinball ricochets around and yeah. I was like, I'm like how do his powers work <laughs> I was like, what in the hell? And finally, but you're after- forgetting that it finally, at the end of all the ricochets that I guess Scott calculated in his head, it hits the apple perfectly and splits it in half like William fucking Tell. And it's supposed to be like, oh, Scott used geometry to know <laughs> that that was exactly precisely in the room where he needed to shoot what his What is blast. his powers? Okay, I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. know. And then, and then it, meanwhile, Logan's also here in the classroom. Yes. Yes, Logan's standing in the background, the like, nodding. The final shot is, like, Logan standing in the background, smiling, turning to the camera, and goes, my ass just got pounded for three hours by Nick Fury, and I feel great. The end. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, what in the hell? I was like, this episode has no politics at all. This like, episode I, rules, though. Okay? This, is, this episode is great. This is one of those episodes where I'm like glad we don't have a politics section because then I would have to try to talk about Omega Red and like the Nazi Hydra <laughs> officers for uh, 10 minutes and be like, it doesn't make sense. They decided they weren't going to have any politics here. Like they just decided they it was bad up. guys and good guys. I don't even know what it. I would I like in my head. I'm like, I probably should give this a three out of five because it's not very like plot heavy. It's However, not, it's so it, much fun. It that's like so a four fun. out of five. So I'm going to give it a four out of five because I really enjoyed it. I don't feel like the Scott and Jean part has anything to do with anything else. Like I was trying to connect the two plot lines because usually the A story and the B story do have something to do with each other on this show. And I was like, maybe it's about like kids growing up too fast because they have to. And like Jean and Scott suddenly have to be teachers. They don't really know what they're doing. X-23 suddenly is like better than Logan was at everything. And like that's sort of interesting. 
but that's really a stretch and like i don't think i think this episode was just supposed to be like fun and like out of sequence with all the apocalypse stuff and it basically could have run any time you know yeah, like it doesn't have anything to I do with agree. anything and it was but it was good i enjoyed it i like i don't feel like there's anything i can contribute here in terms of a critical lens being like oh i really enjoyed how they portrayed this piece of the storyline i was kind of like this is just funny and like everybody's trying to fuck logan while laura's like actually taking down like the biggest fucking threat to earth <laughs> like, i know it's amazing like, it's like nobody could take down this giant organization that red skull headed and like this 14 year old girl that they created is like actually i can just like cut them up and blow them up and like kill everyone and that's just gonna be that like this is a universe in which x23 killed madam hydra like yes uh, she's dead like that's incredible uh, like all of hydra is either dead or arrested by shield at the end of this episode because like, of laura like, i know nick's like wow thank god we could finally find this hidden base that nobody could find even though we wonder what all those weird ufos were flying all over canada <laughs> but we just gotta let it go because it's fucking canada so yeah I don't oh, know. My God. I don't know. I mean, were they in Canada? I don't really know where they were. I, I mean, I think they probably were, actually. I mean, they were in the woods for like a really fucking long time. Could have been upstate New York. I don't Could know. have been Canada. I don't know. It's like I was like Nick Fury not doing a good job. I don't know. It was like Laura being like, I don't understand why nobody can deal with this, so I'm just gonna do it. And it also like Logan kept being like, I'm so worried about you. You're just a kid. And she's like, I don't know, I've murdered like a lot of people so far. Like <laughs> I mean, it's, it is really sad, but this just isn't an episode that wants to focus on that at all. Remember the last episode she was in that was really sad and they were like, we're going to try and integrate her with kids on a playground and just turned into yeah. her like murdering the children on the playground. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least destroying their music box. I, I mean, I think we're supposed to assume she didn't kill anybody, but we don't really know what the fuck happened. We don't really know. We don't know what the fuck is happening because it's fucking X-23. Yeah. I think if the show had continued, she would have eventually started going to the, the X-Mansion and like trying to be friends with the other kids and it would have been interesting. There's like that final scene from the series finale because they just had to end it and they were like here's a quick look into all the things we were going to do and like it shows like rogue flying around and punching shit and gene turning into phoenix and like x23 posing with all the main characters from the x-men and i was like mm -hmm. okay so i mean like obviously that was that's where her it was last going. appearance according to the wiki so the, the two episodes we already watched about her are the only two that we really got yeah which is sad because she's is, awesome i mean i love her i loved this episode just because it was so much fun it is it is really cool it's cool that even though hydra doesn't really mean anything or like do anything it's still badass that x23 got to kill them all like individually like that's cool I oh i agree <laughs> i agree and <clears throat> i mean it was a very ryan and maddie episode where it was just like batshit insanity where logan and laura are just jumping around in the background and it's really gay like this is like what it those, is this is one of those quintessential mutant ages episodes that will go down in the history of mankind so which speaking of which i mean i don't have a good transition into this but we have a who's that x-man this week oh we do it's been a little while are you ready who's that x-man it's like a picture of jubilee and it shows viper and it says it's viper i don't know anyway um <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Why is it Jubilee? Okay. I'm just thinking of like... A, is I it remember, a picture of Jubilee holding up a picture of Viper? Is that what you're trying to say? It, it's Jubilee holding a Viper. No, I'm thinking of those old <laughs> Pokemon episodes. I remember there one being so bad that it showed like the shadows of like Executor. I think that's one it was showed. And then, yeah. and then it came back and it like it showed it like out of the shadow and showed it as an executor and they're like it's pikachu and then like the writing <laughs> said something like charmander i don't know so that's not what's happening we're just doing viper straight up yeah okay and i'm not getting into like the full 
I put some of her Avengers shit in here, but like I felt this was a nice follow up to watching the Wolverine because we just met her over there and Absolutely. during that entire reading, and we she were was like, way gayer over there too. So yeah, this version of her hard to say whether, but she's also gay or like not. it will kind of explain how she wound up in that movie. So Viper was created by Jim Starenko. I think I'm surprised on that, Ron. And I'm sorry, all comic I mean, book fans that are now going to be like, excuse me. He wrote for fucking Captain America. Anyway, so she appeared in the 1969 Captain America number 110. Her real name is Ophelia Sarkeesian. Her abilities include immunity to most forms of venoms and toxins, which I think that is what the fuck was happening in the Wolverine. They just went Mm -hmm. hardcore. Although she could also create venoms and toxins of some kind. Technically, she does in these comic books, too, but it's like through science. She has an enhanced lifespan and these Olympic athlete reflexes. So Ophelia was orphaned as a child in Hungary. She was Mm -hmm. taken in by Hydra along with 12 other girls and raised by Kraken. Sounds very similar to Black Widow's story, but it's not that. Yeah. Ophelia excelled as Kraken's best student. She rose through the ranks of Hydra and often faced off with Captain America and S.H.I.E.L.D. So she really, she was like a Captain America villain for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ophelia first appeared as a leader of Hydra under the name code name Madame Hydra. Not to be confused with the more commonly known Valentina Allegra Don de Fontaine, who's currently being played by Julia Louis de France, because that's the one that's in the MCU and has been sort of like the main Madame Hydra for a while now. Yeah. Ophelia's first flight with the Avengers was when she captured captured Captain America trying to contaminate New York's water supply. Uh, she also captured Rick Jones to bait a trap for Captain America and subdued the Avengers with toxic gas, planning to bury them alive. Because this is like the common shit that Viper would do. Uh, Ophelia was apparently killed when Captain America and Rick Jones dodged missiles. She fired at them and she was caught in the explosion only to later be revealed that the space phantom had exchanged places with her because nobody sure. dies in the Marvel universe. It doesn't no. matter how insane it is, but nobody dies. Not if you want them back later, they'll die if you don't want them back. But if you need them back, you can come up with a way for them to have not died. Yeah. And now like the fucking Phoenix force goes into anyone these days. Yeah, so. sure. Why not? Ophelia eventually left Hydra and joined Jordan strike, who was codenamed Viper. She just kills him, takes his alias as Viper and also the leadership of the Ser- serpent squad. So this is how she got the name Viper for as long as she did. She rose up to be the leader of the elite criminal Wonderworld. At one point, Viper captured Captain America and planned to release the bubonic plague. I put this as a note here because like she did this kind of shit all the time where she was trying to release plagues and diseases that she somehow had recreated or had access to. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of why I think in the Wolverine, she had the ability to just do that with right. mutant powers, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's scarier, you know, if she can just spit poison at people. If she's just like a snake lady. <laughs> Viper eventually employs the Silver Samurai as her chief operative, and also they become lovers. So Ooh, that's like not in the Wolverine because she's a lesbian in that movie, but they're definitely, you know, working together yeah, in right. that movie. Uh, she also takes over the Serpent Society. Viper first came into contact with the X-Men when she was trying to assassinate Mariko Yoshida. She tried poisoning the team while posing as Mariko's unconscious maid. She also nearly killed both Rogue and Storm on separate occasions. So, I mean, that's why she's in that movie. And I right. feel like that explains a lot there. Absolutely. Most of the villains in the Marvel Universe also conflict with Viper because she's like really fucking crazy and she's nihilistic <laughs> and like 
Yeah, and I mean, if you're releasing a plague, that really gets everybody on board, you know? Like, everybody has to get together to stop that shit. I mean, the only people who are there for either Silver Samurai or the Red School who pursued a short-lived relationship with her, but it ended when Red School found out Viper was using his resources to finance massacres with no real apparent financial benefit for either of them. Like, she was just doing it (laughs) She just wanted to do it. Wow, terrifying. So she's just, like, scary as fuck. At one point, Viper employs a team of doppelgangers known as the pit vipers to impersonate her this went south when pit viper 12 became involved with the punisher and she tipped off shield about the real vipers attempt to steal russian nuclear missiles in moscow so viper just kills all the doppelgangers she's like yeah that didn't work out i remember both (laughs) these plots by the way this is like the kind of i don't know i kind of love viper a little bit though i mean you love clone plot lines so i'm sure you thought this was hilarious i've also always really kind of had a soft spot for viper in the comic books because she's so crazy like in a way (laughs) where it's like yeah i don't know i really she seems like skeletor levels where it's just like why are you doing anything that you're doing like what is this it just seems petty like what she later blackmails wolverine into marrying her as a way to secure her criminal empire in madripoor uh, her body was later briefly inhabited by the spirit of Ogin. Uh, Wolverine mortally wounds her as a means of driving the spirit from her dying body. And in return for seeking medical attention to save her life, Wolverine demands a divorce. Uh, it's <laughs> later implied that Viper actually had feelings for Wolverine. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, but also kind of like, I think they borrowed a little bit of that maybe for Sharon Carter. I don't really know. I, at this point, nobody knows what her deal is in the MCU. She's mm-hmm. Mystique. And also, she's Viper. Viper <laughs> then joins the Hellfire Club for a period of time, working as the White Warrior Princess. Uh, she also resumes her ties with Silver Samurai and retook the name Madame Hydra. Then she becomes the dictator of Magipur, using the nation's resources to support global terrorism via Hydra. But she's overthrown by Tony Stark and Tiger Tiger. And Tiger Tiger becomes the ruler of Magipur. And I think... To this day, she is still the ruler of Madripoor. Mm-hmm. Viper then leaves Silver Samurai to rejoin her other lover, Red Skull. And that's when Contessa Valentina Legra de Fontaine then takes on the mantle of Madame Hydra. Uh, Viper is then kidnapped by Leviathan, who are trying to find the location of, of some mysterious vo- box that Viper and Madame Hydra procured from the Yoshidas. And Mighty Hydra just gives it to them. And then she shoots Viper to death. But then Hydra arrives and they resurrect Viper and they like put these like tentacles that come out of her head. And then she goes into the mantle of Madame Hydra again. I think she doesn't have them anymore. I don't remember how long that lasted. I think that ended after this next plot point in which Ophelia then joins Hammer. And after Norman Osborn and the Dark Avengers are defeated, she uses the resources of Hammer to rebuild Hydra. Uh, There's also a whole plot where... There's like this whole plot beat where she steals several captive scrolls from shield a shield facility and makes them work for her. And huh. then she's involved with the whole fucking secret empire storyline, which I don't I, I fucking I hated that. I like I could not follow. I tried really hard to understand the whole thing where Captain America was an agent of Hydra all along because somebody went into his history and altered it or whatever. Yeah. And like I don't know. I wasn't. It I was just a storyline that literally no one liked, as far as I know. <laughs> like, I, I feel I mean, like I don't know anyone yeah. who thought it was good. You know? I don't really know what the it's deal fine was there. If you didn't, it's fine if you didn't understand it because at this point it's no longer relevant. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, who cares? Whatever. Uh, during the hunt for Wolverine, Viper is leading the Femme Fatales in Madripoor where they ambush Kitty, Domino, Jubilee, Psylocke, and Storm, which is like all of Logan's girls. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's kind of like the last note I have for her. I know she. I don't know if she's appeared since then, but that's sort of like the last bit that she did 
there is a version of Ophelia that is portrayed in Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. played by Mallory Jansen. This was a version that was of the framework alias known as Ada. So it was like an AI that went into like the framework was basically like the Matrix. And in the Matrix, <laughs> okay. like Hydra led the world similar to the Secret Empire storyline. And this version of Ophelia that that was created in this AI was that version of Madame Hydra. Okay, sure. And I don't think that counts. I think at some point they're going to re-input Viper into the MCU. Um, that's not whatever the fuck that was. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that doesn't sound similar enough. And I mean, obviously they already have Madame Hydra, but I could see them putting Viper in. I, I mean, it wasn't Secret Empire. I think they borrowed some ideas from Secret Empire in that particular plot line of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I kind of enjoyed that version of it where they were in this Matrix world that was everybody working for Hydra, including the good guys. And I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I found that more interesting than Secret Empire itself. But I really hope for the sake of, you know, Wolverine's character and in terms of telling stories within the greater MCU, they just put a new version of Viper in there because Ada was not Viper. Ada was Ada. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, She was also portrayed by, um, I I have no idea how to pronounce her name, from uh, the Wolverine. Here, let let me do my best. Svetlana, I know, is her first name. Kodchenkova? Yeah, thank you. Kutch, uh, uh, Pagel- I'm sorry. Pagella? Pagala? Pagelia? I don't know. Flagella? I'm sorry. We are doing our best. We're doing our best. So that's Viper for you. Yay, Viper. Now we know everything about her. I hope it gives you some insight as to what her deal was in the Wolverine and sort of what they were drawing for him with their character in there. I do feel like in the Wolverine, personality-wise, she was very much Viper, and I felt like the hit enough of her beats to make people believe that's the character she was playing. I also feel like she was a good pick because she's worked with the Silver Samurai so much and she's a mad scientist. Like, that's really all you needed in order to get the plot to work in that right, movie. Right, exactly. I largely really enjoyed that movie. Like, Me it's too. still pretty fun. So yeah, that's still one I would recommend. Along with this very fun episode that honestly, they probably watched before making that movie because they probably watched this episode. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Yeah. This episode also reminded me of Logan as well, you know? Especially like when they were running around in the woods together. Yeah. I just felt like James Mangold probably watched it. <laughs> like, why not? You know, if you're writing an X-23 in a Logan story. Somebody probably sent them specific episodes of things to watch. Why not send him the first two, the only two in X-Men Evolution where she's introduced? I just right. feel like it'd be useful. It was good. Wolverine is good. This episode's good. But you know what else is good? Gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> question is logan like it's I mean, like, not okay, even full, a question at I all mean, like everyone's gay well logan is gay but i also feel like omega red is super gay in this because like you're right yeah because he's just in the he's background so obsessed with logan and it's also like he's willing to n- stop working for russia and go to the other side that has been his enemies this entire time in order to see logan one more time like i know that's not like 
part of the episode or the politics at all but like that is what happens here like he i mean he's here and he's like screaming at logan be like remember that one time when you hooked up off of grinder and like <laughs> and logan's like honestly i don't dude like i don't know who you are logan's like listen i'm on there like every single night Bob. i can't remember every boy I'm- fucking blue in the fucking alleys and sewers of New York City. And Omega Red's like, but but I am a Russian robot. How many of me could there be? And Logan's like, I, I fucked Colossus yesterday. Like, I don't even... <laughs> like, Gambit, watch! <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's a lot of metal Russians in my life, dude. Like... Oh my god. It's it's happening for me all the time. I don't know who you are. It's, it's incredible. It is. Also, I don't... I mean, it's really just the two of them, but like, it does seem like all the young new mutant boys have a crush on Logan as their teacher and of course logan is too normal to reciprocate that shit he is busy fucking either Sabretooth or whoever else is in an alleyway i mean thank god he doesn't because in this tv show he's like wildly older than and their teacher yeah but it is cute that they all have a crush on logan and then also scott scott is not hanging out with kurt in this episode so i guess he's not gay i don't know that's it i don't know i mean like no, in this this episode, him and Gene are like, we're a couple and we're also teachers here at the mansion and we're like <laughs> a power teacher couple. Like, that's what's happening. And we're better than you. Yeah, but everybody else is gay, according to us anyway. Um, don't ask me to explain why Bobby's so gay. He just is. And I mean, Bobby's like looking into Logan's eyes lovingly and being like, <laughs> Logan, I masturbate to you every single night in my in my bed. Do you want to do something about that? Logan's like, no, Bob. In this show, I'm much older than you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't chip Omega Red and Logan, but I did think that part of this episode was really funny, and I liked that it was here. Oh, and Nick Fury. Nick Fury. (laughs) Oh, right. Logan and Nick Fury showing up at the end and having sex on the helicarrier. Yep. That's there, too. Classic. Classic Classic. stuff. Love it. Oh, my God. So that's who's gay. Wow, Maddie, look at this. This is an episode that is like I know. We're knocking it out. I don't even know. I know. It does, honestly, not that much stuff happened in this episode. So it, it was a welcome change because I know the next episode is probably going to be super long because it does involve Legion. We are going to have to scream about awful. Xavier like a lot in the next episode. And then I'm going to have to also cover a spotlight on, on Legion. Legion. I'm looking up what is the next. Oh, so the next episode is called Sins of the Sun. Yes. And it's about Xavier's kid, Legion, David Haller. And uh, I already watched it and it's fucking nuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's wild good, it's good um it's a good one i'm excited to record it uh so that's next week because we're weekly now loving it uh living the weekly life plugs living the weekly life bop, bop, bop. living on the danger side i'm going to mutantages.com why because i want to know all the different ways that i can contact my own podcast the mutant ages and also support ourselves yeah and one of those ways, for example, is by emailing us at themutantages at gmail.com. Another way is to join the Discord server, which you should really join just so that you can hang out with other mutants, talk about the apps, talk about the MCU. And you can leave us a voicemail at our voicemail inbox if you want. one 319 Last but certainly not least, we have a P.O. Box. And it's P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts, 01760 you can send us postcards you can send us action figures you can send us tea <laughs> maddie likes it when tea is sent over yeah people send us tea it's pretty cool um i don't know it's sweet uh and also we have social media we do we're all over every kind of social media you could possibly imagine 
uh, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. We have a TikTok. We're at the Mutant Ages on every single one of those platforms. You can find us on Spotify nowadays, Apple Podcasts, like pretty much every podcatcher in the world you can find us. Um, and we're individually in all those places. I'm at Mitty Myers in all those places. How about you? I'm at Ryan Pagella on Twitter and I'm on Ryan.Pagella in Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's a fun time there. You know, I am also on YouTube. You can find my stuff there. And you know what else we have? A YouTube for the Mutant Ages. It's true. Which we play every video game of the X-Men on there. Although it's been a while. It We're has been We're going to get back to it eventually. Mm-hmm. But there's also, importantly to mention here, is that we do a monthly live stream where yeah. we read the unproduced screenplays of the x-men movies that did not happen mm-hmm. and we do other things too like we did our charity live stream for the holidays yep, there yeah and also on that channel you can find sort of recreations of our t- our show this podcast this one right here our voices put to the cartoons uh, of the x-men cartoons yes the cartoons of the x-men cartoons yeah is so a sentence it's like that came out of my mouth today. talking about scott trying to go to a party to meet gene and getting hit in the head by like a basketball or whatever but then it's like our voices while all of that happens <laughs> that one's oh, yeah, really it's good. great and if you want to know what you were talking about with gino earlier in the mothman yeah it's a that pilot is on that there Maddie and i made for our long ongoing series that we've been writing for almost 30 years at this point and we did it is in it he's tracer and you can see what is on there we have some other parodies on there as well but it's always a good time i don't know our youtube channel is kind of like whatever the fuck we want it to be and we're <laughs> but happy it's pretty with good that. you know it's a pretty good so channel go, go give that a subscribe yeah. but there's other ways you can support us too that's Maddie, true what are those well first of all we have a store a physical store yeah physical store like physical objects that you can purchase with money and then they come to your home so like you could get a mutant ages t-shirt or mug or mask or you could get bishop jumping out of the bushes shouting at you that time travel is real and that could be on a shirt or mug or bag or like any number of other items and it's awesome and maddie alterio designed it you know maddie alterio canvas from the mutant ages the comic book anyways we also have a patreon which has bonus episodes we recently did a really long bonus episode about the entire hawkeye series with todd who has read a bunch of hawkeye books and kate bishop books that was really fun to talk about that with todd and we have a whole archive of other bonus episodes about all kinds of things um like the suicide squad movie i'm trying to get ryan to watch the peacemaker tv show so maybe we can record something about that that shows really fun hopefully shang chi and the eternal soon yeah ryan hasn't watched shang chi i need to watch the eternals so we can record something about that we got homework to do we got plenty we got so much to do and we do all of that extra not quite x many content on the patreon so you can listen to what we think about all of it which is very fun and uh yeah the patreon oh also our highest tier patreon supporters get a shout out on the show that's right it's me omega red and i'm here to yell at samuel b and sword means and sword and b and zach s that logan left me in the alley Poor Omega if Red. If you see him, no, right? if you see him, tell him Omega Red called. <laughs> Just tell him that he called. Like yeah. that's it. Just hope that that's he calls it. back. Oh my goodness. Um. So yeah, that is our show. Thank you so much for the support. If you can't financially support us, please consider giving us a star rating or a review on whatever platform of your choice. I think Spotify lets people do that stuff. I, I don't know. They do. Okay. So uh, our listeners have been talking about it in the discord that we mentioned earlier, and they've been talking about how they're 
going into Spotify, they did this on their own, but they've been listening to episodes and then putting reviews on them. Aww. So thank you to everyone who's just went ahead and did that That's without awesome. us even requesting that. You guys are really awesome and you're the true heroes you here. You can in- review individual episodes. That's rad. So yeah. there you go. Now you know. We, we're learning more and more about Spotify. Brand new platform we've never heard of before and we're now <laughs> on it in 2022. Um... Cool. That's it. That's it. We'll see you next week with an episode about how Xavier sucks. Our favorite topic. We'll see you next time. That's every episode here at the Mutant Ages. See you next time. The Mutant Ages.